<laughs> What's up, good people? It's time for another session of that verbal cardio, man. Y'all see it, man. We back. Get my co-host extraordinaire, Water. What does water mean to you guys? Huh? What does water mean to you? Do you not value water? Do you just take it for granted? I think a lot of us do. I think a lot of us take water for granted because it's so easy for us to get it. I guarantee you, if you live somewhere where water was just like a luxury that you had to earn to get it clean, you had to earn every bath, every shower, every wash, every sip, you would look at water differently. You would be like, yo, that shit right there is what I need. You wouldn't even be thinking about cars and fancy clothes and jewelry and like, you know, the latest app. You'd be like, man, I need that water. We take it for granted. We're brats. We're spoiled. Getting water is too easy for us. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's too easy. And so we just take it for granted. We take it for granted. The vast majority of us do. We're supposed to be drinking this every day, man. We need this. We need this. Respect water, man. Best co-host of our lives, hands down. Water is the best co-host of our lives. Because without the co-host, you're done. You're done. Drink more water, y'all. If there's anything you learn from any of my podcast episodes, it's a man, man. Tony made me drink more water. If you say that, my work here is done. My work here on this planet is done. If you sit up here and say, man, Tony Baker made me drink more water. I respect water. Now, I value water a little bit more because of Tony Baker. That's life-changing, man. That's life-changing right there. Because then you start drinking water, you start getting more healthy, you start feeling better, you start looking better. You know what I'm saying? Your body is working better, you know what I'm saying? Then that translates into your family, and then it's going around. And then the... You can't lose. You cannot lose. Yeah, I'll be shaming y'all, man. Shame on you for taking, just taking water for granted. Shame on you. Shame on you right here. Right here, right now. Shame on you. Sorry, I'm too loud. Man, take the headphones off. <laughs> Shame on you all. Anyway, man, we back. Another episode of Verbal Cardio. I got my producer extraordinaire over here, Sabrina Castro in the building. Here. In the building. Got a mirror back here on the ones and twos. He got two bottles of water over here. I don't know if he just set empty. this up so I can stay off his neck. Or what, but you know, at least it's there. No, nah, I drank one earlier. Okay. So one finished and about halfway on the other one. So he working on his second, was that 16 ounces? Uh it's in pint. One one point zero five pint. He's he working that, on his second yeah. pint, y'all. Working on his second pint. Where you at on the water, Sabrina, for today? Uh one bottle down. Okay. Half a bottle in the car. 
Yo. I need to get another bottle because I'm going to the gym after this. Yeah. See, we doing this. Yo, in the middle of the night, <laughs> I woke up. Uh, I don't know. It was probably it probably was like three in the morning, mm-hmm. and I just bodied the bottle that was right next to me as if I was on like a desert. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You had headphones on, but if you didn't, you definitely would have heard me. <laughs> yeah, I was. <laughs> <laughs> Why were you drinking so desperately in the middle of the night? I don't know. I don't know what I was dreaming about, but I was thirsty. It was just, and it felt so good. Yeah. It was the best water ever. I feel like that, like, water from bed, Yeah, water be hitting different. It's just so good. Because you really want it. Yeah. That's the difference. That's the difference maker right there. She really wanted the water, y'all. Water, man, is the best. And I hope y'all are drinking it. Shout out to my patron saints in here live in the chat's worth as we do this. My patron saints, my loyal, passionate patron saints. I love y'all passionately in the shower. You know what it is, man. You know what it, you know what's funny about the uh, the shower? Water's there. Mm. Can't have a shower without water. <laughs> Even if you have a baby shower, that baby ain't going to survive without the water. <laughs> Even if you had a, a bridal shower, you know what I'm saying? Can't nobody shower you with love if everybody's dead because they're not drinking water. <laughs> Yo, Amir coming back in here with some more food. So Amir had some chips. Was it Doritos? Was it uh, regular flavored nacho? He's getting it together. Only, only, only the regular bag of Doritos. Other ones is all right. So he had nacho cheese. He had the nacho cheese Doritos, and in my opinion, I think the original nacho cheese flavor Doritos is the best one, hands down. It's hands down for me. I know they got all these fancy flavors, the the Cool Ranch and the Zesty Blue and the, you know, Knockout Red and the, <laughs> you know, Dynamite Damage and the, they got all these different kind of flavored Doritos. But I was like, yo, man, just give me the nacho cheese and shut the hell up. For me, I feel like Cool Ranch is overrated. I feel like ranch dressing is overrated. This is nothing new. I've been saying this for a long time. If you follow me for any, for, you know, an amount of time, I'm going to just say randomly that, you know, ranch is overrated. As a dressing, as a crew, though, as a record label, I feel like ranch is overrated. It's solid. But I just feel like y'all be putting too much on ranch. So I'm going to go down the list of, of, of Dorito flavors, and I'm going to just show y'all <laughs> how none of it matters. Dorito flavors. Doritos flavors right here. So we got we got the Flaming Hot Cool Ranch. So now they was like, yo, let's take the Cool Ranch, right, and let's Flaming Hot that bitch up because we know people love the Flaming Hot. We know... Hot Cheetos is selling like hotcakes. So let's take let's take our number one, number two stunner in Cool Ranch and let's hot that bitch up, right? Nah, man, nacho, nacho over there. You got the spicy sweet chili. Is that the vegan one? Because that, that's ones. when Sabrina's head popped up. So mm-hmm. I was like, here it comes. 
So you got this the the spicy sweet chili. I've had that. It was it was solid. First of all, Doritos are a good good brand. But still, the nacho cheese is beating that. You got the cool ranch. They got a tortilla chips blazing buffalo and ranch. They always putting in ranch in there. We get it now. Mm-hmm. Doritos always throwing ranch in there. You know what this reminds me of? <laughs> Not to comic book it up, but this reminds me of how Marvel recognized that, yo, Spider-Man and Wolverine are our hottest properties. How can we put them in every comic book that's out? That's what Doritos is doing with Ranch. How can we put Wolverine on the Avengers? How can we put Wolverine in seven different X-Men teams? How can we put Spider-Man on the Avengers? How can we give Spider-Man the web of Spider-Man, the spectacular Spider-Man, the amazing Spider-Man, and just Spider-Man and the ultimate Spider-Man? It's like, that's what Doritos are doing with Ranch. How can we get Ranch in every corner of every flavor? We got the pineapple ranch. We got the pancake syrup and ranch Doritos. It's like, all right, man. Go easy on the ranch. We get it, man. We get it. They got a tapatio flavored Dorito. They got the salsa verde Dorito. Oh, they got avocado ranch, Sarita Houston said. They got a jumping jack cheese Dorito. That sounds good. I've never had that one. First of all, I like the package of the jumping jack cheese Doritos. It's like white, and the Doritos is like white with the with the uh, black outline. The package looks dope. So that shoot from the sound of it, that could give regular nacho cheese Doritos a run for their money, but I don't know. I don't know. Needless to say, when it's all said and done, when the chips are down, when I when the smoke clears, when I'm coming back around, when everything comes back full circle, ranch is just overrated to me. That could be an unpopular opinion, but I'm going to stand on my ten toes in it. I said what I said. Here I am. Um, let's see what Sabrina got over here. Oh, Simone L. with a question. Tony, if you feel comfortable answering this. Oh, wow. Okay, this is a... Yeah, I didn't want to start with that. I wanted to start with the topics first. Yeah, this is a... <laughs> Let's go with the topics first. Simone L. came with a hard-hitting question. We're going to come back to that question, Simone. Yeah. Good question, though. I Great ain't no question. Punk, but, yeah, let me... <laughs> that's I why, dipped yeah. into that too early. Yeah, the questions, we, we, we'll we hit those last. All right. Because that's... We're going to be there for a minute. Good question, though. Great. Uh, Queen Elizabeth has COVID. Queen Elizabeth is, what, 95? Let me see. Queen Elizabeth. She survived everything. She old. survived the plague. She survived everything. She Before did. <laughs> she was here for the original plague in, in Europe. Um, She's 95, yeah. Queen Elizabeth is 95 years old. So when, when they say such and which has COVID, usually we're not worried about it no more. We're usually like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Remember when COVID first hit and Tom Hanks was like, yo, me and Rita got COVID. And I was mm-hmm. like, yo, man, come on, man. We can't, we can't lose time, man. Because it was like, we really felt like you was going to die guaranteed when COVID first hit. We were just like, no. No. He's in his 50s. God. 
damn it. No. Wait, how old is Tom Hanks? Like 60? Okay. Either way, we was worried about him and Rita Wilson. We was just like, no, they got it. He's 65. He's 65. God, no. <laughs> so when he had it, he was like 63. <laughs> not, not Tom and his wife, man. Please. <laughs> you can't do this to us. We were shook, and he came out and he revealed it to the world. And it was just like, yo, man, me and Rita got COVID, guys. We're hanging in there, and you know, we're staying up, B. No. Oh, God. No. Not Tom. Not Tom and Rita, man. Please. Please. Give it to Takashi69. <laughs> Give it to academics. Oh. But don't you dare take time and read it. Oh, God, no. But then it was like, all right, they good. And then Idris Alba was like, me and my wife got COVID. We was like, oh, no. Idris Elba and his wife, no, don't you, don't you bring that in here. Don't you take Idris Elba away from us, man. Yo, shout out to his wife. Her name is Sabrina. <laughs> not Idris. It's Sabrina. There we go. <laughs> oh, God. No. No. He could be James Bond, God damn it. <laughs> Don't you do this. We was worried about everybody that revealed they had COVID. And then it, after a while, it was just like, all right. But then... You know, you start worrying about the older, the elders. That's who are really affected by COVID. So when Queen Elizabeth says, yo, I got COVID. Now we like, oh, shit, this is it. No. <laughs> she's 95, man. <laughs> she, But she's forward tough. Mm-hmm. 95 years old, you ain't no punk. 95? I graduated in 1995. I don't know what they got to do with this, but 95. Moyo says, then Tony and Sabrina got it. No! <laughs> Not Tony and Sabrina. No! No! I forget we did have COVID. We had it tough. We had we had COVID-21, y'all. <laughs> Our COVID was tough. But if you if you made it 95 years in the game, in the public eye, no doubt, you tough. The way you got to be making decisions for the country, tough. She is forward tough, 95 years old. She's had that same face for ever since I can remember. Queen Elizabeth been out here, man. Mm-hmm. I and started it, watching The Crown because I just I wanted to know more. Yeah. I didn't finish it, so I got nothing. You bailed out. <laughs> it was boring. It was, it was okay. Like, I'm interested in all that. Like, I'm so interested in, like, their whole lineage yeah. and, like, how they came to be and, like, the whole history. I love London's history. Yeah. I don't mean, I don't love it because it, it brought us a lot of, like, you know, shitty stuff. Hell yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Lives. It did. But, I mean, I'm, I'm interested in, like, the royal history. because that's there. That's crazy. London's old. I like history, good and bad. Yes. I'm always, I'm fascinated. This like, omitting history bullshit needs yeah. to stop. Yeah. And if you feel guilty, so fucking what? Yeah. 
but, but continue. <laughs> I was just it. saying, like, especially like British history is so old. It's like it's mad old. And when you when you're there, you're in the streets, and you're yeah. like, yo, I remember one night I was walking the streets of London, and I was like, yo, this shit has been around, man, for mad long. This you, shit is you haunted. just tiny in the time, in the time frame of yeah. London. You are a tiny, your little thirty six years of this was at I existence. Was, I think I just turned. That's my thirty first birthday. Oh, even worse. Or thirty something. London's looking at your age like, <laughs> yeah, thirty one. Ah. I know. And it's just looking at me. I'm looking at it like, God damn you, man. <laughs> like Kevin Hart, damn. <laughs> if you were thirty one years on the time scale of, you know how they always do the calendar on a. Uh, Ken Field made fun of it with Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh yeah, he'll do. <laughs> He'll do. If you ever watch The Cosmos, which I am obsessed, oh, let's use the right word. <laughs> the Cosmos on the show to 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 get your mind around how old the universe is and where we fall within that time span as humanity. If they did it from January first is is the Big Bang to December thirty first in a calendar year. We would literally only have existed in the final seconds of the stroke of midnight on December 31st. That's how old, that's how young we are in the grand scheme of the, the total existence of the universe. So when you put Sabrina's 31 years old against the history of England and British shit, she's probably like going to be in like the midnight hour of. Well, maybe not that, but, you know, something, something of that magnitude. Um, but, yeah, Queen Elizabeth, funny-looking family. Mm. Yeah. Like the old, the older cats. Mm. Funny-looking family. Let's be real. Um. Queen Elizabeth is kind of adorable in a sense. But the men, oh. Yeah, no, she's adorable because she's so tiny and she'd be doing all this, like, Tough stuff. It's like, what are you doing, buddy? Yeah. <laughs> You're so but those cute. men. The men are they rough. Be I think Prince Harry's. He's he's handsome. <laughs> the kid. The kids came out all right. No, Williams did not. William. Wait, which one is William? The. Is that the dad? No, the young, the youngest of the. I mean, the oldest of the two boys. Wait, uh, Harry is married to Meghan Markle. You say he's all right. Yeah, he's good looking. I think he's a a good looking dude. You just saying that because he's married to a half. No, boy. no, no. I think he's okay. look at him and tell me he's not a good looking dude compared to the rest of the family. <laughs> Wait, what's his brother's name? William. William. Uh, what the hell is their last name? Prince William. They don't need a last name. <laughs> Do they have a last name? Duke of Cambridge. Prince William. What's his full name? Let me see. His name is Prince William, Duke of Cambridge. They literally don't have a last name. He's not bad looking. This, compa we're comparing. I'm looking at the same pic. He's not no, hideous. His brother is better looking. I mean, somebody going to be better looking, but he's not. Look at him, though. He's not. Nah, he's whack. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know, man. I don't and he's and he's kind of trash too. Well, that's what you're basing it on. No, I'm basing it on everything compared to his brother and compared to the rest of the family. Me personally, looking at this man, he's not hideous in my opinion. His his, his hairline is like, man, fuck this. 
<laughs> his hairline is out. Let me see him with hair. Everybody but compared see. compared to the older men in this family, with hair, with not that bad in my hair. opinion. Oh, he was cuter when he was younger for sure. Yeah, this young this young man right here, uh, like very handsome. But so you this... basing this man on his hairline? No, I'm basing it on his face. That's the same face when he was young. No, just this he is had not more the robust. Same face. I mean, you caught him in a raw smile. Raw smiles are supposed to be like, oh, look at this guy. <laughs> oh, look at him smile. I don't know. I can't. I can't give him the hideous claim. I, I was just comparing William. I mean Harry to the rest of the family. Wait, let me look at Harry again. Let me see what's going on here. See what Harry told about. Harry in uh, what show was that? What's Harry's last name, y'all? Prince Harry. He's no longer a prince. He's like, man, fuck this family. Oh, I'm out. So now he goes back to a regular name. Ex Prince Harry. <laughs> I need to know. His name is Harry, Duke of Sussex. That's, That's literally. That's the name. On his driver's license. On his driver's license. Now right, let me look at Harry and shit. Here, he Henry. Hey, Henry ain't all that more than his brother. You got to see him in movement, though. <laughs> Yo, he and I don't know what show this was is what it? you pumping up? Yeah. Sabrina being biased based on other stuff, man. I said it here first. Personality is everything. Personality is important. <laughs> it's everything. But I'm just and going. so me knowing like the like how they are per, like personality you, wise. Why don't you admit that you basing it on more than just the physicality of the face? Yeah. Because I'm just going pure physical face. I don't really know these cats like that. Are you that. smashing Prince Williams though? Huh? Are you smashing your face? Well, I'm neither one of them getting smashed <laughs> as men. Just... Uh, his full name is Henry Charles Albert David. David is the last name. David. Is David the last name? Harry David. He got two first names in this whole. His whole name is first names. Mm-hmm. It was Henry Charles. What was it? Henry Charles David. Henry. It's uh, Henry Charles Albert David. That's all first names. Damn. They <laughs> was just then... like names. Henry Charles Ar Albert Steve. His name sound like a story description about a night out. It was me, Harry, Charles, Albert was there. David pulled up. So his brother's name is William Arthur Philip Louis or Lewis. That sounds like somebody trying to play. So it's not David. Yes, David's not the last name. So his last name is Louise. They're the last name on, but is Louis or Louise? I don't. I don't know how you would. Is it, I guess it's Louis. It's L O U I S. That's Louis. Louis. <laughs> or it could be Louis. But I really feel like they don't have a last name. Am I tripping? I don't know. This that, is a, the royalty. That's their last uh, name. Oh. Mount Batten Windsor. Windsor, duh. Windsor is their last name. Yeah. Like all Mount of them. Are we sure? Batten. Yeah, I just looked it up. And everybody's been yelling at it. Yelling it in the, oh, in they the was chat. In. Sorry, chat. My bad, y'all. We don't be paying attention, y'all. <laughs> Sorry. And Sabrina be getting mad at me when I don't be paying attention. She don't be paying attention I was, to me. I was too busy looking at at this whole family. She was like, look at the chat. She'd be pulling me to the side tough. Yeah. Snatching me up by the collar. So it's Windsor? It's Mount Benton, Windsor. Jesus Christ. Yo, pull up Picasso's full name. 
We gonna oh, talk yeah. about this. Okay, so guys. Brandon was putting me on the Picasso last night because you know I posted a video. I was like, man, look at this painting, and it was specifically that painting of the, <laughs> the arms folded. And I was like, man, which I get, but I sorry, I I was uh, pretty much telling Tony the importance of Picasso's existence and why he matters and like why he's such a great. Um, I'm a personal fan of Picasso. I really enjoy his existence. I do like his abstract because yeah. there's an abstract Picasso statue in Chicago that I've always liked. Mm. It's based on one of his... Uh, I don't know if he did the actual statue itself or... I like that. Okay. But when I saw the... Uh, that one painting. That I was... was like, it, it is an odd Picasso. Yeah. That one that you chose. I was like... And then I went on the tangent, but... When she filled me in on Picasso, and I don't know why I picture Picasso dying in like the 30s. Yeah, that's another thing I love telling people that Picasso died in 1973. Your parents were alive. You may have been alive. My brothers like, were alive. Yeah, so like Picasso's not a, a throwback artist at all. A lot of people always imagine him like 1800s. Like, yeah. yeah. Nah, he was he was around for the 50s, 60s, 70s. Like I he felt was that out way here. too. It's just something about hearing Picasso be like, ah, yes, 1800s. I yeah. don't know why. Yeah. Nah, and and there's great pictures. I, and I was telling, Picasso. I was showing Tony like. <laughs> There's so many dope photos. They got photos. photos of this man on the couch with his kids. Yeah. Photos. So I never, many. Yeah, I've never seen no you photos. You picture Picasso in a painting, like, holding his ear, even though it's Van Gogh, but <laughs> yeah. still. Yeah. Yeah. What, what's the, tell the people so, what his full name is. Peep this. Picasso's full name Peep is... Peep this. Pablo Diego, no, Pablo Diego Jose Francisco de Paula Juan Nepomuncina Maria de los Meri Remedios Cipriano de la Santísima Trinidad Ruiz y Picasso. Come on, man. That's his full what name. What the hell is this? So his last name was really Picasso. His last name was Picasso. The last name well, on this list was Once you drudge through Picasso. all of that, a community of names. Wait, I want to try to do it one more time. Do it, do it again. No I'm, fumbles. Oh, Pablo Diego Jose Francisco de Paula Juan Nepomuncina Maria de los Remedios Cipriano de la Santísima Trinidad Ruiz y Picasso. Yo, she said all that, no fumble. <laughs> That's 15. Is that 15 names? Let me see. I'm going to count it right now. Yo, why are they doing <clears throat> all this? Whoever, whoever their parent was, it's, they was in there like a, like poetry. They was like, it just, uh, it, uh, I keep all that. It's 14 <laughs> names. They included every member of the family mm -hmm. in his name. They were like, we can't leave out Nippon and <laughs> right. whoever else was in there. If I married him, I'd be like, I'm just taking Picasso, buddy. That's all you have to take. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, you ain't got to take the middle names. Well, I don't what, know. What do we know? If what is his full last name? Is it just Picasso, I or think, is it like abbreviated with like? Well, it says, it says, Cipriano de la Santísima Trinidad Ruiz y Picasso, which can be all one last name. What? How do you know that, that could just be because, the part of the last name? Uh, is it all hyphenated? Cipriano the back? of the Santísima, which is. <laughs> Cipriano of the Saint Trinidad Ruiz y Picasso and Picasso. So it's all Spanish. It's all in yeah. Spanish. So everything goes together. So his name is Scripture. Yeah. It's a paragraph. Mm -hmm. So that's like if my name was Anthony Charles <laughs> who walked by the wayside, but he found his footing and yes. he came back and then he dipped <laughs> back to the crib to become a baker. Absolutely. That would be my full name. Imagine him doing his signature. 
Oh my god! Oh, let's see it. Hold on. I feel like his oh, full... he definitely shortened it, but oh my god, he'd be in there like I'm gonna get your autograph. He'd be there all day. Man, I, like I wonder if he flow. even knew his his full name by heart. <laughs> Picasso. Signature. He just kept. It oh simple. yeah, Picasso. He kept it simple. It's a Picasso. He probably got excited. He seemed. He seems like the type that would have got excited to tell people his full name. Yeah, He'd that's a like, Jeopardy question. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Oh. That's a Jeopardy they... episode. Just a, just the name. <laughs> And that's our episode. I'm Alex Trebek, and shout out to Alex Trebek, man. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Nah. Shout out to Alex Trebek, man. Yeah, man. That's yeah, Picasso. Shout out to Picasso. Uh, I feel like everyone should. Look I wonder what Picasso ate on the day to day. What was his favorite meal? He loved to be shirtless. Definitely shirtless. And it looked like he didn't miss no meals. He ain't miss no meals. He, he was grumpy. He had, his, he had a baby belly. You know them little toddler bellies? Yeah. He would always have his little come toddler in, belly, belly out. <laughs> toddler bellies are the best. They come in gut first. Yes. He's adorable. Um, speaking of food and eating Ooh. and all that good stuff, I want to tell you about um, Green Chef. Green Chef, guys. Green Chef is a CCOF certified meal kit company. Green Chef makes eating well easy with plans to fit every lifestyle. Whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, or just looking to eat more balanced meal, Green Chef offers a range of recipes to shoot your preferences. Um, we had Green Chef. Yes, we did. Yeah. You remember what you made? Uh, I made... We, I took a picture of it. Let we me... had the... Ca- it was cauliflower. Oh, it was the orange... Orange. Orange teriyaki cauliflower. Yes. So what I really liked about that recipe is that it taught me how to make orange teriyaki sauce from scratch. And so now that's what I've been doing. Is that what you did last night? Mm-hmm. It, well, it's not... I, I like took from the idea yeah. of what an orange teriyaki would be, but right. I made it into a lemon pepper sauce. Ah. I made a sticky lemon pepper sauce, but that's because I was inspired by what I learned from Green Chef. Green Chef, man. Green Chef is the most sustainable meal kit. Enjoy your greens while being green. Green Chef is the most sustainable meal kit, offsetting 100% of their plastic packaging in every box and 100% of their carbon footprint and emissions. Green Chef's pre-proportioned ingredients means you'll actually reduce your food waste by at least 25% compared to grocery shopping. Because you know, we go grocery shopping, we getting bags. We getting bags. You ever go to the grocery store and they be like, would you like a bag? And you got like 89 items. You be like, Fuck yes. <laughs> you think I'm going to just carry this shit? Uh, but I get the question. I get the question now because now they charge for bags. I, I get why they ask. But come on, man. Sometimes I just be like, just grab the bags. You know what it is. You know I, what I always forget my bag in the car, too. Oh, I, I used to buy the reusable bags. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, man, let me get this in and do my part. I'm shopping every day. I'm like, let me just, let me just not. Because then I'm going to forget. I'm going to bring it in the house. Then I'm going to forget to put it back in the car. So it's just going to be a whole bunch of bags. You you saw the old apartment. Bag City. I had reusable bags. I had plastic bags busting out the cabinets. So it was just like, man, why am I doing this? 
<laughs> Why am I doing this? Shout out to the Patriot Saints. We got a record number in here of attendance in the uh, in the verbal cardio. Shout out to y'all. Grease Chef makes cooking easy so you can spend less time stressing. This is me. And more time enjoying delicious home-cooked meals. Green Chef's pre-made and pre-measured sauces, dressings, and spices. Um, sorry, I'll put so much on that, I forgot. <laughs> spices get you more chef-curated flavor in less time. Avoid long lines at the grocery store. Green Chef is so convenient with pre-proportioned, easy-to-follow recipes that are delivered right to your door. Green Chef saves you time by taking care of meal planning, uh, grocery shopping, and most of the prep uh, for your week after week. So you don't – oh, they do all the planning for you every week. So you don't have to worry about it. And I like that. That's convenient for me. Um, and they got the diets. If you're on a, a particular diet, whether you're on keto or you want to be vegetarian, you want to be vegan, they have these meals uh, pre-planned for you. And we got the vegan packages. And uh, it was good. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we always trying to do something. We always trying to get better and do this. And maybe, you know, let, let me go easy on me this week. Green Chef got you. They got you covered. Um, so, oops, sorry, y'all. Here's the call to action, guys. <laughs> I want you to go to greenchef.com slash verbal. One three zero and use the curd <laughs> Use the code verbal one three zero to get you a hundred and thirty dollars off. Let me say that again because I don't think y'all heard me. Go to greenchef.com/slash verbal one thirty and use the code verbal one thirty and you get a hundred and thirty dollars off plus free shipping. Let me say that one more time, man. You get a hundred and thirty dollars off. Plus free shipping. You know, when you get $130 off of anything, that's, come on, man, $130 off, that's good. Even if it's your rent, you're like, man, $130 off? Hell yeah. You doing it. $130 off a car? Yes. $130 off a plane ticket? Yes and yes. In the words of D.C. Urban, you got to be a goddamn fool not to get in on this, man. You know what I'm saying? Again, go to greenchef.com slash verbal130 and use your code verbal130 to get 130 off plus free shipping. All right? Um, yeah, y'all. That's it for Green Chef. I like Green Chef, man. Because I feel like I got... I got some some vegan options, some vegetarian, some some vegan options. I'm like, yeah, you're thinking about us, Green Chef. We appreciate it, and it's sustainable. I like that. You know what I'm saying? Sorry for the fumbles. I got my Tahir on. Man, you know what I'm saying? It was hard. It was tough because it was hard not to like. But you're <laughs> do pointing, the point. Throw nah, me on the grill. you're in the middle of an ad. In the ad. <laughs> but right now. Yeah, man. I fumbled <laughs> tough, fell down the steps. <laughs> fell down all the steps. But uh, get your green chef on. Why not try it? It's going gonna, it's gonna to lessen the stress load in your life. So why not try some green chef, man? Get in on it. Yeah, it's good. Get in it's on good. it. Uh, Even if you don't make what they send you, yeah. the ingredients are good. 
The ingredients are good. You can remix it if you want. Yeah, that's what we did for the second one. We just combined yeah. two different Green Chef recipes into one, and it was good. Yeah, man. It was a good time. Get in on it. Get in on that Green Chef. Um, oh, it said nothing worse than Kev's noom fumble, Latoya. Latoya said, Jawan Howard, <laughs> uh, former NBA player. He played in the NBA for mad long. He's a coach at Michigan. He got into a little scuffle on the court, you know, uh, slapped somebody. I won't say he slapped. It he was a weird it. hit. It was it, it was, was a like caress. A, it was like a kind of like a mush slap over the top, kind of like because he had to reach over and then the guy he hit that was kind of like this. It was a weird come over the top slap shove to the face. And then the, the kids got involved, and it was just a big fiasco. And uh, I, I think he got suspended for the rest of the season. Five games, which is That's the remaining the remainder, yeah. of the season. Yeah. Better than fired. Yeah. You got to pay the price. You know you can't be fighting on the court, man. And as a coach, normally the players do all the tussling. Mm -hmm. But the coach, wow. I'm like, coaches is wild out here. Bobby Knight didn't even do this. Or did he? I don't know. Bobby Knight was a wild boy. So he smacked him. It wasn't really a smack. What's up, Candy Bear? It wasn't really a smack. It didn't look like a smack. Because a smack, to me, you're coming across. This is in slow motion. So to me, in the slow motion, Jawan Howard came in. It looked like he wanted to grab the dude's head like a basketball. Because <laughs> he came in like this, and there was a there was a grab of the whole head. So it came in, it didn't really look like a slap, but you can call it a slap. But it just didn't look like a traditional, a traditional slap. It was an aggressive caress. That's like a, you know, you come in like, but once you come over the top, is it still considered a slap? When, you, when you're coming down on it? I don't know, we gotta look at the mechanics of slaps. Have you ever been slapped before? Who, me? Yeah. Yeah, I've gotten to. Was it like straight across? Was it a backhand And this pat? is outside of uh, <laughs> being a kid and getting hit, right? Yeah. Um. Oh, no, I got, so I pushed, I pushed it. It was a dude who did it. I uh -huh. pushed this dude for being disrespectful, and he, he went to go smack me, and he just reached my lips, okay, and so then I punched him. So he got your isolated lips on the yeah. slap. So you was like. Mm hmm. And your lips <laughs> jiggled a little bit mm -hmm. on the slap. It was like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I pictured it like that. That Ren and Stimpy SpongeBob animation <laughs> where it gets a super close up and then it just be like, and then Sabrina's lips was like, jiggly. Don't you disrespect me. Mm -hmm. And then he was like, Psh, and then from then it was on. And then, well, also, me and my cousins, we used to slap box. Okay. Yeah. I, again, I, I've said this a million times. I was one of like a million cousins, and I was the only like girl that was the same age as everybody else. So yeah. I got into a few, you know, little scuffles. Yeah, with my little, my, well, not my little cousins, but my cousins. You ever you been know? slapped by a girl? Mm mm. No. No. Oh. There was this one girl. I remember she wanted to fight me. And I just sat there waiting for her to fight. But she just kept talking. I'm going to fight you. I'm going to fuck you up. I said, okay. Yeah. 
And I just sat there waiting, and then this dude was like holding her back, and I was like, "What? All right, right? Like, I don't care. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not. It's not that serious to me. But if it's that serious, if you need to get it out your system, okay. Yeah. Like, we can fight, I guess. Right. That's how you I know, took casual it. Casual with the fight. Yeah, because I was just like, she really wanted a fight, and it, and she's been talking about it for so long that I was like, okay, like yeah. just. Fine. Let's get it, man. Yeah, I'm sick like of I was you annoyed. Your mouth. Pull the trigger. It was. I was just like, I don't care anymore. It's yeah. not that serious. It wasn't even for a good reason. Um, and uh, she she probably would have slapped me, but mm. they never let her. She would have came in like this. Do you think if you if you would ever have a fight with a girl? I have fought a girl. She just never slapped me. Did she punch you? She swung at me, but closed fist. Yeah. Yeah. But I, uh, yeah, she never got me. Again, I fought, and I had my my uncle. Shout out to my uncle Jimmy for teaching me how to box. Yeah. If it wasn't for him, I don't know. All my fights would have been different. Let me ask you this: In that fight with the girl, mm-hmm. did you grab hair? No. I was all just all boxing. I up. did grab her her uh, her jacket to uh-huh. drag her. Yeah. Because she was in my car, uh-huh. uh, and I told her, "I'm gonna tell you all the story real quick." But tell them the story. So there's this girl that I was best friends with, best friends with. And I end up finding out that she was sleeping with my, at that very moment, he was my ex for a day. I found out that they were sleeping together. Best friends. Mm-hmm. And I found out because she was texting him. I was like, oh, what'd he say? And we're all friends. So I was just like, whatever. And she's like, uh, oh no, that wasn't him. I was like, no, nah, that was, what? That was him. <laughs> like, I just saw your phone. Like, you're weird. Yeah. Um, and this was the big Nokia phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so she's like, nah. That was, she made up a name of this other dude. And I was like, okay. So I'm driving her home, mind you. And I stopped the car and I was like, just for like my mind, are you sure? Like, can I see? And she's like, uh, oh, wait, hold on. And she went to go like delete text messages. That's why yeah. I deleted text messages. Very triggering. Mm, and, wow. um, and so... When I saw that, I grabbed her phone. Uh-huh. I threw it out the window and I said, "Get out my car." Calm. Yeah. And she's like, "No, Sabrina, you it it just happened so." I was like, "Please get out of my car." Mm-hmm. Calm. And she's like, "No, I'm not even near my house." I was like, "Well, you made a stupid choice. Right. Now you must get out of my car." No. Uh-huh. And she was like, "I was like, please. I'm going to ask you one more time." And she said, "No. Please." Uh, let me explain and I already knew what happened like she you know she's like it just happened when she said it just happened a couple of times first yeah. of all bitch what <laughs> <laughs> ma'am yeah Um, I kindly got out the car mm-hmm. I went around I unbuckled her seatbelt <laughs> I grabbed her her jacket mm-hmm. pulled her out the car and I said you gonna stay right here and you gonna walk home or you gonna do whatever you do and she finally gets mad, gets up, goes to push me. Ah. And then so we started fighting. And uh, I ended up punching her so hard that I broke her cheekbone mm. and her nose. And I said, leave me the fuck alone. I got in my car. I drove to his house. This was young Sabrina, y'all. This was 19-year-old Sabrina. I was wild. I, I went don't back even think this is wild, though. I went back to his house. Of, I gave her. I went to. I went to his house. Now we getting wild. I went to his house. Uh-huh. His front door was open. I ran into the house. Didn't say nothing. I ran up to the stairs, uh, into his room, and it was like I was in the air, with my fist ready, and I just started. I was like, "You stupid!" I was like, "I trusted both of you." Mind you, 
I've spent a lot of money on both of these people because yeah. I was that girl's first real friend out here. And so, like, I did a lot for her and, like, I helped her set up her tattoo career and all this other stuff. Listen, y'all, that day, mm-hmm. like, his parents kicked me out. Like, Serena, what are you doing? And I was like, well, he did this on the third. And they just didn't, weren't trying to hear it because they're like, my son. I'm like, man, shut up. Yeah. Shut your son up, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> her parents called me. Russian parents, heavy accent, her dad. And I'm like, I'm about to get sued because yeah. I know I left her like messed up. Right. <laughs> He's like, Sabrina, I see what you did to my daughter. I was like, well, do you know why? And she's crying in the background of here. And he's like, yes, when he came over the other day, I said, what are you doing? Sabrina's such a good friend. And, yeah. and the mom was like, yeah, Sabrina, I'm so sorry. How da, about da, da, da. that? <laughs> and they were like, <laughs> they were like on my side with yeah. it. And you hear her in the background, like, how can you, t- how can you choose sides? Da, da, da. And, um, and the mom gets on the phone. Oh, Sabrina, I'm so sorry. My daughter, she, you were such a good friend to her. Yeah. This is so disgusting what she did. Wow. I knew when he came to the house <laughs> that, you know, I, I knew something was wrong, that yeah. he was in this house without you and they were by themselves and da, 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 da. And I was like, yo, <laughs> mom's wow. straight snitching. The Russians keep it real, I see. A buck. <laughs> and, they, and they're and like, just is just make sure this is the end. I was like, yeah, I'm not really a fighter like that. Like, I'm not going to. I'm not gonna every time I see her it's on site. Like right. I'm not that type of person. I didn't, yeah. I don't even like getting upset. I don't even. You like gave her a lot of time. That's to... I didn't want to get. I didn't want to yeah. take it there because I know like when I get there I'm there. Yeah, it's blackout. Mm-hmm. And then they call me the next day to report what happened, not report it like police wise, but mm-hmm. to tell me like, oh you, you. Uh, Fractured her nose and her cheekbone and da 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 da. Please. Was it a fracture or a break? It was a break on the cheekbone, fracture on the Damn. nose. Um, or I, I don't know if it's a fracture. I forgot what it was, but I know I broke her cheekbone. And they're like, please, you know, let this be the end. I was like, yes, yeah, the end. Of yeah. course, I'm not. I'm. I'm. I was upset that I even let it get that far over a dude. But this yeah. was my first love. It'll never happen again. Right. You know, I'm only fighting for my grandmother, for my pets. Y'all fuck with Midnight and Dapper, it's over. <laughs> I don't know, man. Midnight, I'm be like, oh, I'm be like the Russian parents. I'm like, well, what did he do? You know, I knew he was in the wrong, so I see why you did that. Mm-hmm. Um, but shout, yeah, out, shout out to her parents, though. They was. She, what would you What been. would you do in their situation? If I was her. If you were the If, if your was... kid got oh. their ass kicked. That's what well, you doing see, as a parent. In, I feel like growing up where I grew up, you have to learn lessons like that. Yeah. You can't, especially like, I was a really good friend. Yeah. Like, I lived in Long Island at the time. Uh-huh. She lived in Queens. I would drive to Queens every day yeah. to pick her up, take her to work, make sure she was getting, like, you know, business, making sure that nobody was, like, really messing with her. Right. Uh, I, I introduced her to a whole bunch of people that would help her, like, you know, do better in what she was trying to do. Um I like I hung out with her a lot mm-hmm. and like I, I introduced her to this whole world that she knew nothing about yeah. and that she wanted to be a part of and I happened to be a part of it. So I was like, yo, I got you like just right. stick with me. And, you know, I trusted her around my people and everybody dropped her after that, except yeah. for him, of course. <laughs> um, and then it was just 
So like her, her and her parents were so grateful because before me, she was like a hermit in the house, yeah. not really doing much. And like, oh, you know, we came to this country. We want better for our daughter. Thank you so much. Da, da, da. So it's like, as a parent, I would see like, man, that's a really great friend. Like that's yeah. somebody you need. That's, I see how this person changed your life. Right. And you're going to like screw them over. Yeah. You might need to get your ass beat a little bit. So mm -hmm. you never screw other people over in the future. Right. Let this be a life lesson. So you would, you would tell. Yeah. You'd be like the Russian parent. Oh, absolutely. I, I'd have to be. Yeah. <laughs> I can't always take my kid's side. And you can't yeah. always take, like, my ex's parents took his side tough. Yeah. They, they was like, oh, well, maybe you should have never been. I, I remember uh, his dad, when I was telling him, like, yo, they were having sex. Like, this is messed up. And, like, this was my man. And this was, like, my best friend at the time. Right. And he was like, well, you you would go to skate parks all the time. I was like, yeah, because I skated. Right. Well, there's nothing but guys there. We don't know what you were doing at the skate park. I was like, you think it was a gangbang at the skate park? Right. Like All the time, there's mad kids there. Like, yeah. I was a skater. I skated at the park in Brooklyn. It happens. Right. <laughs> and they're like, no, we don't know what you did. Uh, I said, all right, bro. All right. <laughs> shout out to the Russian parents, man. Yeah. And remember, I asked you, I was like, yo, because cause that's, that's a lot on you. Remember, I asked you, like, do you have any, like, uh, trauma attached to that getting cheated on well yeah in the, in the future like did it did it did it affect you even now because i like i asked you early on in our relationship do you carry that still as far as your it's, future and your present interactions with dating yeah I, I feel like i don't have that fear that constant fear of i'm gonna get cheated on yeah because that, that's no way to live right if any if any of y'all have that constant fear just heal just heal and just know that not everybody is that person who cheated on you. Right. I had to learn that early because that is not a good way to live. It's not. How but long like, did it take you to come to that realization that that's no way to live? I was 19 when I got cheated on. Uh, I was probably like, what, I got married at 25. Mm -hmm. So probably like 23. Oh, wow. Yeah. It didn't take too long. Yeah. I was just kind of like, this ain't no way to Cause some people hold on to that forever. Yeah. That's a lot. It is now because you know there's trust. Trust breaks twofold. It's not just you know your man cheated on you with some random. Yeah. It's it's the double up. It's oh like, yeah. Man, I can't trust friends. I can't trust mm -hmm. lovers. So it's just like, you know. Yeah. And then I have a best friend that I trust with my life. I would trust yeah. her with you, no problem. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like. And you you've seen a lot of her, and yeah. I don't feel some sort of way about that. I'm right. not. So it's like I also don't carry that either. I don't carry that whole like you can't trust. Don't be trust. And that's funny because I posted her and you before uh -huh. together, and they don't have your friend around your man. <laughs> da -da -da. I was like, girl, I've already been through that. Like if it happens yeah. again, it's 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 me. <laughs> <laughs> it's me. <laughs> I don't know how to pick them, but yeah. um, uh, she had. I think I was like. Five exits away from her house. Somebody asked how far did she? She'd been all right, man. No, she was good. And it was snowing. She'd be all right. She'd it was a right. New Year's Day. She'd been all right. Ten exits, man. Twelve, fifteen exits. Mm -hmm. She'd been all right, man. Look out. She would have been good. If, I, if I'm if i in her situation, if I'm the friend and you find out and they say get out, I'm getting out. Oh, I, I told her mad times because I didn't want that. I'm getting out in the jungle. It could be snakes, tarantulas. <laughs> I will walk into a spider web and stand in it. If I if I'm the friend, let, let's say me and Sabrina are, you know, and I'm smashing her dude, and she find out. Wait, wait, what? 
Yeah, this this is the scenario. You smashing my dude? Yeah, I'm your oh, best you're my friend. friend. Oh yeah. And I'm smashing her dude, and she find out. She just like just get out. I'm getting out. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, you you know, I don't care where I'm at. I don't care if I'm far from the crib. I don't care if it's. I'm gonna just stand in the big giant spider web and be like, all right, I <laughs> fucked up. You right. You right. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna resist and be like, no, this is ridiculous. Wait, now hold on. We'll talk later if if you want to talk to me at all. Mm-hmm. There's nothing to say. Now, if you come ask me, then I'll be like, well, you know, it was the, it was this, it was that, and the third. And that's the thing. When I asked her, hey, like, what did he? Oh, what did he say? Because yeah. like, I we saw him like moments before that, and we were broken up at that time. But our parents were cool with each other, so they were having like a party, a get together. Mm-hmm. So we're at the same place, and that's another thing. My parents are cool with your parents. Yeah. You, you really like that's crazy, right? <laughs> and um. And so I thought, you know, he hit her on some like, man, Sabrina, seeing Sabrina was this, that, and the third. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. like, I expect them to be friends. So I gave her the opportunity. She could have lied to me right there and I would have ate it. Yeah. I would have never known. She could have been like, oh, yeah, he just said that he's drunk and that, like something stupid. Right. It could have been anything. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, idiot. Yeah. Asshole. But she said, oh, no, that wasn't him. I said, and then that's hmm. when red flag city spider senses are tingling. If you lie to me and I know you're lying to me, if yeah. I ask you for something and you don't, I I want to be hurt by the truth. Tell me the truth, <laughs> always. But that's easier said than done. No, but like I feel like. Uh, l- but you... let me tell you. Let me tell you. If you lie to me mm-hmm. after I ask you about something, and then multiple times she did it, uh-huh. it's over for you. Like, a piece of you is going to die within me. And she's completely dead. That's yeah. it. It's, so it's, it's easy to say than done. At that point, I would have been like, man, I saw it. Like, I, well, that's what I told her. I was right. like, I saw it. Right. And just say, you know what? You're right. You did see that. This yeah. is what happened. You guys aren't together. It. You guys aren't together no more. Mm-hmm. So this is what happened. She scrambled in the pocket in that moment. Yeah. She, she ain't know what to do. She couldn't get her feet together. Florida <laughs> says, Sabrina, it ain't too late. Slide me the address and I'll make it easy work for both of them. Nah, they good. <laughs> they good. He's He actually lives out here now. Does he? Mm-hmm. He's lived out here for forever. I don't know where, but I know it's out here in, yeah. in Cali. So. Oh, yeah. is it the E, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Man, that's tough. Yeah, it was just crazy. But no, the, to answer your question, I've never been hit by a woman. That's how we got here, you know? Yeah. That's how we got That's how we got all up in Sabrina's business. Yeah. Man, from, the, <laughs> from the question of, did you grab hair? Because, you know, when I see the girl fights, usually a hair grab, fisticuffs with the other hand. Um, well, not in this case. No. I, my uncle taught me young, don't you don't have to grab hair. Mm-hmm. But also, all, all the fights I've been in have been with dudes. Like, I could have grabbed their hair, but. And I'm not saying this proudly. I've always had to defend myself. Yeah. So I have to fight dudes sometimes. So they'll grab ass or touch you inappropriately or say something crazy. Sometimes you got to swing. And I, if I had to get swung on and got knocked out, then that's so be it. Yeah. But you're not going to touch me. Yeah, it is, y'all. <laughs> and I see people in the pages saying, don't mess with me. You know what I'm saying? If Sabrina ever hits me, we're done. Oh yeah, I would never. Well, that's that's different. You, if you touch done. me, I'm gonna be like, "Ooh, zaddy, <laughs> you touching <laughs> me?" <laughs> you you have permanent man. permission. 
But I'm, I mean, inappropriately. Yeah. Grab ass and that shit ain't cool. I've never been uh, I've never been hit by a lover before, but I'm yeah. pretty sure knowing knowing the way I was set up, I'd be like, oh, but you hit me. I've had a break free from somebody before. Yeah. That's kind of is that the same? It was like they had me like this. Yeah. Like what the hell is wrong with you? Push them off me. Was it like in the midst of a fight, holding you? Yeah, wouldn't let me leave. Yeah. I had to fight my way out. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But and still called me. I was like, I punched you. Like, yeah. No, this is not no. Yeah. I don't do toxicity. I'm so sorry. Some people be like, man, we ain't fighting. It ain't real. Shut up. Yo, somebody told me that once. Yeah. People really be believing that. They really do. I was like, oh, I don't argue. If I'm in a relationship and we argue like three times, I might be out. That's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> you know me. Mm-hmm. If it's too many fights, I'll be like, look, mm-hmm. we're not going to keep doing this. We're done. Because, uh-uh. Yeah. Nope. We, we don't do fights over here. Nope. And especially, like, the way my heart has been destroyed oh, lately. Yeah, especially now. They're, they're, I have no room for nothing. And just be like, look, I just sat here through the worst thing I could ever imagine. Yeah, nah. we're not about to argue. Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. Um, the Kanye documentary is enjoyable. I, I watched the... Uh, the first episode. And I know, y'all. I know. I know. Yeah. Kanye is getting on our nerves. I know. He's getting on everybody's nerves. You know, he cutting up. He cutting up. It's a lot going on. I feel like Kanye is shoved down our throats wholesale. It's just always Kanye did this. Kanye said that. Kanye couldn't go to his kid's birthday party. Kanye said this. I watched the documentary. The documentary is really good. It's really good. And this ain't no typical, you know how documentaries will just give you just, you know, pieces of stuff that you already knew about somebody anyway. This documentary is actually footage from years ago. Like, damn near the day-to-day shit that Kanye was was recording. This is like, yo, man, you know, I know I'm not, I know I'm not a celebrity or like a, you know, a huge star, but let's, let's, let's just do a documentary. Come with me everywhere I go. That's what it really feels like. And I feel like, yo, and you know, I don't know about y'all, but I loved Kanye when he first came out. I love this dude. I was like, yo, this dude is a breath of fresh air. This dude right here. He's not all thugged out. He's not Mr. Tough Guy. You know, he's not wearing a bulletproof vest. He's not talking about, yeah, I sold this much drugs. I do this, I do that. He was like a dude the majority the majority of us can relate to as as young black men. Like, you know, newsflash. Not all of us are dealing drugs. Not all of us are in gang. Not all of us are this, this pimp-matic, pimp-mode ladies' man with the pistol in our back pocket. A lot of us are just like regular cats out here, you know, on the day-to-day. And so Kanye was that breath of fresh air. And, you know, there were other MCs like uh, Kanye in terms of just like regular guys. 
But it was just like, yo, this dude right here, it was his regular name. It's like Kanye West. We was just like, we was all in. The music was dope. And we was all in on his story. Like, you know what I'm saying? When he first, when he first popped beyond just a producer, it was just like, yo, he rapped too? And, you know, you hit through the wire and he's he's rapping with his, his mouth wired shut. You just like, yo. When you first hear, you just like, oh, he sounds interesting. Then you're like, no, he's rapping because his his mouth is wired. You're like, oh, shit, this is dope. And you see footage from this documentary back then in the through through the wire video. And it's just like, so now we're going through the day-to-day on seeing how Kanye made it from just a producer to producer-rapper. So now it's like, we was all on board. We was like, yo, he dropped College Dropout. We was like, yo, this album, I couldn't stop listening to it. And you couldn't wait to what he dropped next. And it was like, yo, late registration. And then graduation, it was just like, yo, this dude. And when he went against 50 Cent, I was pulling for Kanye West, 100%. Because 50 Cent was getting on my nerves, and he still does. But it was just like, yo, this is amazing. And we all knew we all know Kanye was full of himself. But it was just like, you know, that's what you need to get to get your dreams acquired because ain't nobody gonna believe in you like you believe in yourself. You know, we bought into that. But then there was a couple of times I'm like, all right, Kanye, just just relax. I'm like, nah, man. Like you, you made it. You made it already. You know, college dropout is triple platinum. You know, you sold eight hundred thousand copies first week on late registration. You can chill. You're here now. You don't have to keep. Nah, man. You know what I'm saying? Y'all gonna listen to this. And he was like, hey, all right, all right, all right, yeah, you love yourself. Either way. Um, so I'm watching the documentary, and the documentary to me is beautiful. It's a beautiful documentary so far. It's only one episode up now. I'm waiting for more. Because um, it's really showing you his process to get on. And then, you know, the the footage of him and his mom, it's beautiful to see because I always like their relationship. I always like how how close he was with his mom. And like, you know, his mom was an educator. His mom felt very familiar to me, like a black woman from Chicago. Y'all got to understand, I grew up in Chicago, South Side. You know, he grew up on 78th and South Shore. I lived on 73rd and Bennett, which is super close to South Shore. Like, you know, where I lived is in the South Shore neighborhood. Like, I grew up on 79th and Champlain, 75th and Indiana. So it was like this cat... It's from where I grew up. And so, and Common was too, but it was like Kanye felt, because even though Common, Common never been on some, Common had, you know, gang affiliations and like, you know, you you knew Common was from the streets, even though he was about like, you know, hip hop and like, you know, love and this, that, and the third. Common always had a street edge and you know he wasn't no bitch and he was tough if he needed to be. But Kanye just felt like a reg- a super regular dude. You know what I mean? And um, so seeing the relationship bet- between Kanye and his mom, that was familiar energy to me. Me and my mom are like super close. And like I grew up with black female educators. That was my familiar ground right there. Growing up in Chicago, I had two white teachers my whole, from from kindergarten, kindergarten through, let's say, eighth grade, right? I had a white kindergarten teacher. I had a white first grade teacher. 
And then one of my teachers from uh, eighth grade, because, you know, eighth grade, seventh grade, that's when we started switching classes. So Mrs. Fetch was like another white teacher. Everybody else was black. I had one male black teacher named Mr. Bishop who played zero games. And I only encountered him because I had to go to summer school at a different school. All my teachers were black women. So to see Donda West, that was familiar energy to me. Like, you know, a black woman, black women, you know, they were in my life heavy, you know, from the women in my family to the educators. It was like, that's why, you know, you always see me like, you know, uplift and praise and support black women because that's what I grew up with. So it was just always like, you know, man, black women, man, y'all dope because, and I mean that because that's who, impacted me the most and you know not to say dudes come in in the male presence you need the male presence too i'm not saying you don't need male presence as well this is dumb i'm just saying you know i have a father i have you know you know older brothers but we're not going to downplay the importance of the black female energy and experience and education and and love and and sturdiness of black women you know just just to make it gender equal or you know what i'm saying i don't i don't need that in my life really i feel i feel balanced um i don't feel like i lean towards either side you know i'm not hyper masculine dude to where it's just and i don't want to toxic masculinity is overused now it's like uh, but i don't feel hyper masculine out here with man man you ain't gonna cry you ain't gonna do this you ain't you're a man and you're gonna build stuff with your hands i can't even build shit with my own hands you know what i'm saying that's not that's not making me less of a man because i can't do manual labor good but you know but i grew up with that good balance i grew up with you know i know black women are strong i know they're educated i know they're I know they're powerful. I know they're independent. And I already knew that from from a male perspective because of my dad, you know, so I had that good balance. Um, But seeing Kanye and his mom, it was that familiar energy with me. It was just like, yo, um, you've been time stamping, by the way, Sabrina? No. Uh, (laughs) Sabrina over here. (laughs) Um, But that familiar energy... I missed that with Kanye and his mom. When she passed, I was really hurt. Like, I was like, man, though, because he always talked about his uh, his mom and records. And, like, you know, I knew they were close. And I was just like, damn, man, his mom died? Like, that, that hit me. Like, I lost somebody. I was like, damn, man, I hope he's okay. Like, I was really, like, praying for this guy and hoping for the best and, you know, doing all this. And I was just like, man. And then... um I really felt like he dove back into work too too quick. Like he was touring, he was making, I was like, man, did he properly mourn? And now on the flip side of that, I know people look at me like that now. Like, you know, when I lost Serene, it was like, man, you already back on the road? Are you okay? And like, for me, you know, I needed, I needed that. I needed to go back into what brings me joy in dealing with a loss like that, which I'm still dealing with, you know, over six months later, it's like, you know, it's still like, I'm still dealing with waves of grief that will probably never leave me. And I'm dealing with like those issues, but the work 
it's actually like, oh man, thank God, I'm doing this. It makes me feel better. But um, so now I get why Kanye probably did what he did. But what I also see with Kanye is that huge void. Like seeing Kanye navigate in the world of rappers and hip hop and like you gotta be cocky, you gotta be sure of yourself, you gotta be this, you gotta be that, you gotta prove yourself to these people. Like I gotta prove myself to Rockefeller that I am worth um being a rapper producer. I am worth you signing me as an artist outside of making beats, you know. And then to see him go to his mom's place and talk to her one on one, his energy was different. His energy was like calm and like, you know, you could tell they really had a good rapport back and forth. It was just like, man, dog. And like being around a woman that raised him and knows him beyond entertainment, beyond hip hop, beyond what it, whatever that is. And just looking at Kanye as a human being that she raised, it was just dope to see that exchange. And I could tell he had a lot of respect for her. Um, he wasn't talking to her crazy. Um, and you know, the cameras were rolling, but you know, you could, you could just feel an energy and I'm pretty sure she, she wasn't going to play that shit. If he, if he did talk to her crazy, she didn't strike me as that type. She was always smiling and she also instilled in him, you know, confidence and, and assurances and, you know, positive reinforcement. And like, she knew, she knew the words to his rhymes. And I was just like, man, this shit is. This shit is touching, man. So even though Kanye might be getting on your nerves or you might be sick of him, if you can separate the Kanye now and go into this documentary and just look at certain aspects of it, and it may even instill power in you to really, you know, strive for what you want in life and, like, you know, go for yours and be confident in who you are, but also just see, see Kanye as a human being and see... You know, that family interaction that's very important to everybody. And I was just like, man, this is really good. And I was, I was waiting for more. I was just like, man, this is really good. And I was able to just distance myself from the Kanye of now um, and just look back at it. <laughs> He's about to add you crying my bad. But it, I don't know. It, it was just a, it was a powerful thing to see. And I was just like, damn, man, you know, this is really dope. And to see his mom recite the rhymes of one of his songs and she was damn near dead on. And then he kind of, he was listening and he was like, yeah, and this is what I was saying. I was like, man, this is, this is a very dope moment right here. It wasn't like she didn't put off his dream aspirations. as like, you know, that little rap you're doing, I don't really, you know, she was fully invested and you know, you could tell she had that. If you like it, I love it type of energy when it came to her children and what they pursued. And that's how it was with Serene. Like, you know, Serene would talk to me about rap, aspirations. Serene would call me, and I would be on the phone with him for a while, and he'd just be like, yo, I got this going. I want to do this. I want to do that. I'm like, yeah, man, you can do it. He would always hit me up about Instagram posts. and like, I want to get my Instagram popping. I'd be like, yo, all you have to do is be consistent. Do this, do that. Um, I tell him all the time. Don't overthink it. Post it. Be consistent. I was like, yo, you don't post enough. The only reason you shouldn't be posting that much is because you're already a star. You're already on. Then you can slow down on your posts. I used to tell him all the way. I'd be like, yo, um, you just had to be consistent. And like, as far as your raps, keep rapping. The more you do it, the better you'll get. 
Don't worry about everybody else. Just keep rapping. And he was improving. He was like, he was getting better as a rapper. And it was just like, yo, like that track they played at the Staples Center. Man, so good. He was barred up. Mm-hmm. I was just like, yo. And that's what you got to do. You got to, you know, listen to your kids. Just be there. You know, you, you know, and if you don't have the advice, because you're not familiar with where they are, you don't have to force the advice. Really just listen and take it in and and throw in ideas when you can. Because sometimes we kind of overdo it and oh, I want to be I want to be the coach, I want to be this and you're not really mindful of the environment that they're in. Just be a good ear and just be like, "Yo, you know, or you know, if you if you really do have a good idea, throw that in there. Maybe you could try this." Yeah, and uh, I just thought, I thought that was dope to see in the documentary. I recommend everybody just check it out because because I know in the, in the group chat, uh, in the real comedians group chat, Jason was like, "Yo, this Kanye documentary," but everybody else was like, Man, "We sick of Kanye," and then I came in, I was like, "Yo, it's really good." You know, I know you getting on y'all nerves, <laughs> but watch it. Um. I do want to say, I want to go to circle back on yeah. <laughs> what you were saying about being a supportive parent. Um, always know that your kids might know something you don't know. Oh, yeah. And uh, especially with the way that technology and like just making money is moving these days. Like you can make money off of the most randomest things and don't be stuck in an old school mindset thinking that, you know, you need to have a certain job or, you know, have certain things in order to be successful is that's not the case anymore because i know there's a lot of parents out there that probably were like social media what are you talking about and like yep. you know try to downplay their kid or kill their kid's dream you need mm-hmm. a nine to five like a regular one right. work in the office da, 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 da. um and now look at all these social media stars millionaires mm-hmm. just posting tough just posting literally yep. started with vine mm-hmm. um so just know that yeah your kid's your kids know something that you don't know. Mm-hmm. Most likely know something you don't know. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of parents that are like, what are you talking about crypto? What are you, What is right. this? You know what I mean? That's so, me. I don't know shit about crypto. <laughs> so it's like, also listen to your kids' dreams with an open mind, even though you may not know anything about it. Right. Um, what was the last thing you said? Yeah. I'm, Watch the documentary. No, no, no. The literal <laughs> last thing you just said. There's something else I wanted to so watch add the on documentary. To oh, uh, oh, and as far as like people being sick of Kanye, like so oh. you remember when back in the day when he was ranting a lot and people were like, man, I'm sick of his rants and da da da. But when you when I went back to listen to his rants, all of it made sense. Yeah, he he knows that he's a star, but he doesn't have to be harassed the way that he was harassed at, at like back in the day. Yeah. Um, and that's what he would be ranting about. Like, yo, just leave me alone for a second. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I hate the whole, like, well, this is what you signed up. No, he signed up to make music. He did sign up to be a star, but we can't always be like, you no longer are human or right, deserve right. rights of a human being right. because you chose to follow you your chose dreams. to be a, the biggest musician ever. Yeah. This is what comes with it. But and at the same time, you got to allow the human to react to the bullshit yeah. y'all throw at them. The, at the end of the day, he's human. Um... He is a human who lost a huge chunk of his life, his heart, uh, his peace of mind. And so, of course, he's going to go through the things that he goes through. And he's not hes not all there. So we also have to give him a little bit of, even though it's crazy and it sucks, 
because he's annoying a lot of times, but we have to give him a little bit of like leniency and allow a better insight on who he is by watching the documentary. Yeah. And sometimes listening to him. I'm, I think my favorite clip, even though I know that they, the person was talking to like Kim K, <laughs> my favorite clip is when him and Kim are walking by a restaurant and somebody was like, you got no talent. And he goes back to the person and says, I'm Kanye West. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And like the people made a big deal about it. But it's like, if the dude was talking to Kanye, it right. really doesn't make any sense. Right. You can't just because you don't like like even though I'm sure they were talking to Kim, even if you didn't like the music, it it's Kanye West. Right. The man is talented. Right. Irregardless. Just because it's not your cup of tea, you can't <laughs> say somebody doesn't have talent. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you know, there, there's a lot of musicians out here that I'm not a fan of. But yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't be like, you don't have talent. Right. You know how many you know how many you know how many heavy metal cats that I do not listen to? But I'll be like, man, they can play the guitar. They playing the drums. They doing this shit. I respect it. That's talent. It's just not my cup of tea on the listen to tip. But you can't take the talent away, man. Come on. Man. Come on. But anyway, yeah. Just check check out the documentary to get back to, to Kanye's humanity. You know what I mean? If anything. If you want to. You don't have to. But uh, all right, y'all. Um I'm sorry I didn't get to this question, Simone, but we're going to save. Make sure you save these. Yeah, yeah, this is saved. For the next uh, next time. Um, and Tanisha Turner, I appreciate it. You say this is my dope moment. Your podcast in general, always my serenity. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Sabrina. And thank you, Bakery. That's what's up. That's why we're here. But anyway, let me get the hell out of here. I didn't know there was a time constraint. Uh, my bad. So uh, I want to thank the patron saints. I want to thank you listening and watching and uh I appreciate you guys. Make sure you share, spread the word about verbal cardio, and uh, we're going to hit y'all. I, I ain't even got time to get to the movie review because I didn't know. Oh, uh, shit. Um, so I'm going to have to figure something out. But anyway, um, all right, y'all.